ഔദുബിലഹിമിനൈത്തോനജീം ബിസ്മില്ലാഹിറഹ്മാനുറഹീം അൽഹമ്മീൻ വസ്സലാത്തു വസ്സലാമു ആല സയ്യിദിന മുഹമ്മദിൻ വല അലിഹി വസ്ഹാബിഹി അജ്മാഇൻ വ അഷദു അല്ല ഇലഹ ഇല്ലാ വ അഷദു അന്ന സയ്യിദന മുഹമ്മദൻ അബ്ദുല്ലാഹി വറസൂലു الله اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وعلمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين وبعد My dear most respected brothers and sisters assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh May the peace and blessings of almighty Allah be with each and every one of you And Ramadan Mubarak for this special this noble this blessed month of Ramadan that is with us or visiting us once again We want to continue this particular series of presentations focusing on laylatul qadr the night of power this special night in the blessed month of ramadan allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals an entire chapter in the quran an entire surah in the holy quran pertaining to this special night laylatul qadr in surah al-qadr allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals reveals bismillahir rahmanir rahim inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr وما ادراك ما ليله القدر ليله القدر خير من الف شهر تنزل الملائكه والروح فيها باذن ربهم من كل امر سلام هي حتى مطلع الفجر ان انزلناه في ليله القدر verily we have revealed this message the quran in the night of power انزلناه the ha here the damir it refers to the quran verily we allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have revealed the quran on the night of power the ulama have mentioned based on the hadith of the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam that this quran jumlatan as a whole was sent down from al-lawh al-mahfuz the preserved tablet that preserves everything and the record of everything for the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this lawh al-mahfuz that contains the quran it was sent down from the lawh al-mahfuz to the lowest of the heavens the heavens just above the earth what is called baitul izzah on this night of laylatul qadr this is one of the meaning inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr we revealed it on this night of power the, so the entire quran came down from the highest of the heavens lawul mahfuz the preserved tablet to the lowest of the heavens baitul izza to stay there and then to be revealed to the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam through the medium of the angel jibril alayhi salam over a period of 23 years in piecemeal fashion as the muslims needed as the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam needed this revelation according to the plan of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr we've revealed it on this night of power 
secondly, the scholars have mentioned that the, the revelation of the Quran to the Prophet began on this night, Laylatul Qadr. This is amazing. The Prophet used to leave Mecca and go to the outskirts of Mecca and retreat to the top of a mountain called Jabal Noor, the mountain of, night, of light. And at the very top of the mountain, just below the peak of the mountain, is a small cave. Ghari Hira, the cave of Hira, on that mountain Jabal Noor. A small cave, and for those of you that have gone to visit that cave and have seen it before, you would know that it can only hold one person at any one time. It is difficult for two persons to fit into that cave at any one time. It's, it's just a small crevice almost, or, or crevice in between two rocks. And amazingly enough, when you sit down in that cave and you look through the opening of the cave on the other end, and you look through that, you can actually see Masjid al-Haram in the distance. It's amazing that the Prophet chose that place and he was guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to that place. And he would go there for devotional seclusion, to seclude himself from the rest of society and to focus on his worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This khalwa with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once in the month of Ramadan, while he was there, and the scholars have mentioned some of them, it was on the 27th night of the month of Ramadan, that the angel Jibreel came to the Prophet And so began the revelation. Jibreel said, Ikra. And the Prophet says, Ma ana bikari. I cannot read, I cannot recite. The, the angel is telling him, read, recite, Ikra. The angel repeat, repeats that command. Iqra, the Prophet responds in the same way, Ma I cannot read. Because the Prophet was unlettered, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes him, and Nabi al-Ummi, the unlettered Prophet. In other words, he could not read or write. But he was the most intelligent of people, the most intelligent of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he was unlettered. And this is a special wisdom from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, the scholars have said that the fact that the Prophet was unlettered, this characteristic is from his mahasin, it's from his praiseworthy qualities, that he was unlettered. Uh, because any individual can have uh, praiseworthy qualities or blameworthy qualities, positive or negative qualities. And usually in, in society today, if someone is unlettered, if someone cannot read or write, that may not be considered a praiseworthy quality. Because we are expected in society today to be qualified, to be educated, to be able to read and write and so on, in order to exist comfortably in society. But the Prophet described this as one of his praiseworthy qualities. And Nabi al-Ummi. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praised him in the Quran as such, the Nabi al-Ummi. Because he said, I was unlettered, couldn't read or write, and therefore I did not have 
any earthly teacher. I didn't have any teacher in this dunya. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who taught me. And that is why it's a praiseworthy quality. So the source of his knowledge wasn't any worldly source, wasn't from this source. It was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who taught him, who trained him, who, who nourished him with his spirituality, with his knowledge and gave him everything that he had. As the Prophet says, Adabani Rabbi Ta'adibi. It is Allah who trained me and educated me and groomed me. And it was the best of training and the best of education from Rabbul Alameen, Rabbul Izzah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet responds to Jibreel alayhi salam, Ma'anabikari, I cannot read. And then the Prophet said that Jibreel alayhi salam squeezed him, took hold of him and squeezed him. That he felt his life was leaving him. He was going to die. That was the power of the squeeze that Jibreel did with the Prophet And then Jibreel released him. Now this, the scholars have mentioned, is a physical preparation of the Prophet for what was to come. And we know for the Isra and Miraj, just before the Isra and Miraj, there was a physical preparation of the Prophet when Jibreel took him to Al-Hatim next to the Kaaba and opened his chest and, 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 and took out his heart and washed it in a golden basin with Zamzam water and, and filled it with wisdom and mercy and put it back in its place, the physical preparation. We know uh, of the first time it happened uh, when he was a young boy in the care of his foster mother, Halima Asadiya, when he and his foster brother, the son of, Sayyid, uh, of Halima, they were out in the field taking care of the animals and when the angel came to him, came to the Prophet and his foster brother was there witnessing all of this and put the Prophet on, on the ground, this young boy, and opened his chest and cleansed it, purified him physically. So those are the three occasions where the Prophet was physically purified to prepare him for his spiritual role that he had to play the leader of all of humanity. And so here it is now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is revealing this Quran to him. And so he has to be physically prepared for this. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, وَلَوْ أَنزَلْنَا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ عَلَى جَبَلٍ لَرَأَيْتَهُ خَاشِعًا مُتَصَدِّعًا مِنْ خَشْيَةِ اللَّهِ That if you were to, if we were to reveal this Quran on a strong, huge, powerful mountain, that mountain would turn to dust. That mountain would turn to dust. It would not be able to sustain the weight of this Quran. The weighty word from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Muzammil, إِنَّا سَنُّلْكِ عَلَيْكَ قَوْلًا ثَقِيلًا This weighty word of the Quran that will come down to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yes, the powerful mountain cannot withstand this Quran. It is only the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that is able to do so. He had to be physically prepared. And, and so Sayyidah Aisha in, in Medina now later on in later years would oftentimes describe the Prophet Alaihi Sallallahu Alaihi And she said that there are moments when they would, uh, they would see the Prophet and they would see him perspiring. 
uh, shivering. She said that he would shiver with cold, as if he was cold on a hot day, on a hot day. And she knew that that was Jibreel coming to him, revealing the Quran to him. That is the, this Quran, the power of this Quran, this word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is not something ordinary. And so the, the Prophet alayhi is on Jabal Nur by himself. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose on this night of Laylatul Qadr to send Jibreel to him to reveal to him this Quran. And so after he, Jibreel performed this physical operation, he released the Prophet alayhi And then Jibreel says, Ikra bismi rabbikal adhi khalaq. And then the Prophet says, When I heard those words, it entered my heart to be etched there, never to be forgotten ever again. Subhanallah. Look at the difference. Before this physical operation, the Prophet said, Ma anabikari. And after he's prepared, he receives this Quran now to be the protector and preserver and conveyor of the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so began the revelation of the Quran. Inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr. We reveal this Quran on a night of power. The Quran, the first five verses of Surah Al-Alaq, Iqra, Bismi Khalaq, revealed on Laylatul Qadr. If this was the only characteristic of this night, Laylatul Qadr, it would have been the greatest of nights. But this is just one of the great virtues of Laylatul Qadr. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna anzalnahu fi laylatul qadr. Wa ma adraka ma laylatul qadr. And what would help you to understand? What would cause you to comprehend the essence of this night, this great night, laylatul qadr? Wa ma adraka ma laylatul qadr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks this question. Not because we know the answer. We don't. The knowledge is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the only knowledge we have is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us. But this is a technique of the Quran, the Quranic technique that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals. Oftentimes, a question is asked so that the answer is given to us to educate us. And the answer comes in different forms, in different ways. And what would help you to understand and comprehend what this night of power is? In other words, our attention is now focused. What is this night about? What it is that would help us to understand and know about the greatness of this night? Here is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealing to us. What would help you to understand the greatness of this night? To comprehend the magnificence of this night, Laylatul Qadr? It is greater than a thousand months. Not equal to a thousand months. Laylatul Qadr, khayrum min alfi shahrin. 
Laylatul Qadr, this night of power, is greater than a thousand months. It's greater than 83 years. It's greater than an entire lifetime because many of us don't expect to live for 83 years. But one night is greater in blessings, greater with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than an entire lifetime. What would help you to understand this? Now this statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would certainly help us to understand or should help us or ought to help us to understand to comprehend the greatness of this night. In fact, if this cannot give us a feeling of the greatness of this night, then what can help us to understand the greatness of this night? Only someone who is spiritually blind and deaf and dumb would not be able to understand the greatness of this night after hearing this, this statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Laylatul Qadri Khayru Min Alfi Shahrin. This night of power is greater than a thousand months, greater than a lifetime. The things that we need to do for an, for an entire lifetime to get rewards from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about this for a moment. Is it possible for us to stand up awake in prayer to Allah for one hour? Many of us would say yes. It may, it may be difficult, but we can push ourselves to do that. Is it possible that after we stand up in prayer, performing Nawafil Salah, for example, for one hour, that we can sit down and recite this Quran for an hour? And many of us would say, yes, we can do that. It may be difficult, but it's possible to do it. Can we spend the rest of the night interchangeably performing Salah? Nawafil Salah and other Salah as well, Fard if the time is for Fard Salah, Tahajjud, recite Quran, engage in Dhikr of Allah, engage in Dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, recite the Hadith, the books of Hadith of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, listen to a discussion about the tafsir of the Quran and the commentary in the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ to engage in this ibadah. Can we spend eight hours an entire night doing this? Many of us would say, yes, it's possible. It may be difficult, but it's possible to do it one night. To spend from Maghrib to Fajr doing this a week for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are people who do much more than this for the dunya. There are people who work at nights, they have night shift. And they, they, they are required to work all night. And they do that, they don't sleep. They spend the night working. And you know what, it's not difficult for them. After a while, they take it as normal. They rest during the day, they work at night, if that is the condition at work. And they do this. We do things for the dunya. When it comes to disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh, that's the most fun thing for many people. They spend the entire night disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they enjoy doing that. It's not difficult anymore. It's not difficult anymore. We do this. But when it comes to worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find you know, difficulties. 
We need to work on that. But think about spending an entire night in prayer. It's possible to do that. But I ask you now, is it possible to spend a week in prayer, standing up in Nafil Salah, performing Nafil Salah after Nafil Salah for an entire week, seven days, without any break? Difficult, maybe some verses say it's impossible to even stay awake for that time. We need to get some break, we need to get some rest, we need to eat something. Is it possible for us to spend an entire month in worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is it possible for any one of us to spend one year, 12 months, worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time without any break? And then I say, is it possible for anyone to spend 83 years without any break worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And I'm sure you'll tell me it's impossible for any human being to do that. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, spend one night in the worship of Allah on Laylatul Qadr and you'll get the blessings greater than 83 years, greater than a thousand months. This one night of power is greater in blessings than a thousand months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then continues, تَنَزَّلُوا الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالْرُوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ The angels come down on this night, and the Spirit come down, comes down as well, by the permission of Allah, on every affair or errand. تَنَزَّلُوا الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالْرُوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَمْرٍ The angels come down on this night of Laylatul Qadr. It's amazing how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fashions His creation and organizes them. There are two days of Eid that the believers on this earth enjoy. Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. These are the two days of Eid for us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed for us. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also blessed the angels with two nights of Eid. They have two nights of Eid. One is Nisf Sha'ban, the night of the 15th of Sha'ban, Eid al-Mala'ika. And the second one is Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadr, Eid al-Mala'ika, the Eid of the angels. And so, Tanazzalul Mala'ika Tuwarruh. The angels descend on this night. Descend to be part of the human creation, of the, the, the believers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the followers of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, who are engaged in worship of Allah. Because the angels want to be with those who engage in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Muslim in his Sahih mentions the hadith of the Prophet in which it is stated that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has armies of angels or groups of angels that roam the face of this earth looking for those who are engaged in the remembrance of Allah. And when they find that group, they join them and they call out to the other angels, come, come to what you're searching for, come to what you're looking for. We found it. They're believers who engage in the dhikr of Allah, that halaqa of dhikr. That they join 
When the believers are reciting Quran, the angels come and join them. The angels want to be with us when we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so they come down on that night, that, that special night of power, which is the night of, of their Eid. And the scholars have mentioned, based on the hadith of the Prophet wasalam, that there are more angels on this earth on that night of Laylatul Qadr than on any other time. In one hadith is mentioned that they are more greater in number than the number of pebbles on this earth. So many are the angels. That they said that the, 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 the earth is crowded with the angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا تَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالرُّوحُ فِيهَا This ruh refers to the archangel Jibreel alayhi salam. And because of his greatness, the archangel Jibreel alayhi salam, being the, the, the leader of the angels, the angel of revelation, he's given special mention or, or single out for special mentioning in this Quran out of honor and respect for Jibreel alayhi salam. This great angel that would come and visit the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. That would come while the Prophet was alive in this dunya, would, would visit the Prophet during the nights of Ramadan. Yatada Rasun al-Qur'an abaynahum. Reciting this Qur'an, the two of them together. The angels come down on this night. There's an amazing concept we want to share with you. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to create Adam, human creation, the angel said, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to create someone who would cause fitna and problem and corruption and evil and wrong things on this earth? When we are worshipping you, this is what the angel said. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I know what you don't know. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And so the angels then, when Adam was created, were saying that they would cause bloodshed and, and corruption and evil on this earth. But now, with the ummah of Rasulullah the angels want to come down on this earth now and join us. Join the believers who are following the way, the example of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What a magnificent uh, spiritual greatness this is for the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu for each and every one of us, only because of the barakah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bless us and bless our families and grant us the great blessings of Laylatul Qadr and Idku Minanar and freedom from hellfire. Ameen Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een wa akhir da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.